Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I want us to just uh, look at a subject which I call the authority of the believer. You know, there's certain, it, it takes time to change people's beliefs. Sometimes it's easier to work with people who, know, who believe nothing than people who've almost like been programmed the wrong way. Now we have a crazy expression in England that says you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And actually it's quite true. But the fact is we need to teach some old dogs some new tricks. And those old dogs need to learn how to tithe and receive God's financial blessing. And they also need to know that they have authority in the name of Jesus. And um, I just felt impressed to spend a bit of time on this subject. I was quite encouraged by testimony given by Shagan's wife last night. How she just realized that she had authority over her children. And she took authority over some sort of virus that was attacking David. Malky Shagan. And it went, it, it cleared off. Now, authority is something that you get on the inside of you. Because there's always a contest when it comes to authority. You know, you, I asked Tegan, you know, get off that computer and go home, go upstairs to bed. Nothing happens, as though I hadn't even spoken. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really that serious. And then I, then I say it again. After I've said it about four times, I'm beginning to get a bit riled up. I use exactly the same words. And Tegan snaps the computer shut and runs upstairs to bed. The last time I said it was some authority. She knew if she didn't obey me that time, she was in trouble. Authority is something that we that we, we need to receive from God's word. 
You know, I had teachers at school that couldn't control anybody. You could have given them a gun and they couldn't have kept the class under control. I had other teachers just walk through the door. And the place just was so quiet you could hear a pen drop. <laughs> and the, it was the teachers, some had authority, some didn't. Now the good news, even if you don't think you very you don't think you have much authority and you can receive it from so I'm going to start on this subject and we'll just see how we won't finish it today but we'll see how far we go the first uh, the first uh, in indications that we have authority in the Bible in the book of Genesis God makes man in his image in verse 26 of Genesis 1 you know, there's, I, I hear too much, there's too much sin consciousness out there in the church. And, you know, everybody just sees themselves as this weak sinner and that God can hardly stand. Sin is, you know, you know. I was listening to a cassette, uh, listening to some music the other day of a guy that is actually was one of the leaders in England in the charismatic movement. And I listened to this album. It was just singing. And I thought every song was about sin and about how unworthy he was. Because Jesus paid this tremendous price for my sins on the cross. I refuse to wallow around in sin as though he never died for me. And I don't think we just need to constantly remind everyone that we're sinners. Sin is defeated. When it comes up, we repent of it. We teach people the right way to live in our churches. And we tell them that if they can they can reject sin and they have power over sin. But we don't need to go on and on and on This is God's enemy. This is this is distasteful to God. He doesn't want he doesn't love sin. You know, you don't want me. We, we, we don't want to sit here and go on about what we used to do before we were Christians. It'd be disgusting. And that's how God feels about people who are just constantly on 
But but the reason Jesus died, but right at the beginning we were made in his image. And God is a ruler. God speaks and things happen. God, God, God has authority. You know, we think of God on a throne somewhere in heaven with surrounded by the 24 elders and the angels. And he just had he, he just has ultimate authority. When he speaks, something happens. And we're made in his image. Uh, yesterday, I mentioned um, I mentioned in the uh, a verse about how God rejoices over us with singing. We like singing because God likes singing. There's tremendous revelation that I am made in His image. I'm not made in the image of an angel. I'm made in the image of God. And the next verse underneath it says, it says, Let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over the livestock talking over all the earth and, and all the creatures that move along the ground. Authority is all about ruling. Just in the same way that the mum and dad in the family should rule over the kids. The pastor should be the leader of the congregation. Now with humans we don't have right to, 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 to sort of how can I put it we don't have the right to just control other human beings. We can't pressurize people to come to church. We can't pressurize people to be good even. And actually, when you when you start manipulating other people, it's actually a form of witchcraft. It's very wrong. But when it comes to when it comes to the devil, you can treat him like a dog. Because he is a dog. And we can rule over him. And here it's talking about ruling over animals and the fish of the sea and the birds of the air. And, if you, and it's interesting at the very end it says and, and, the, and, and the creatures that move along the ground. Does it say that in your Bible? It says the reptiles. Well, okay, think about it. What 
was coming up in the next couple of chapters of Genesis. Yeah? God was telling Adam that if when when you have authority over everything that comes along the ground a couple of chapters later the devil shows up in the form of a snake Adam should have said yes enough talking out of you buddy get out of here the devil the snake is telling him to go and disobey God he's tempting them into sin and rather than actually um, this is Adam rather than actually Adam taking authority over this he is irresponsible he doesn't respond and the reason and we are in this mess today because of him and uh, you know to be honest the Bible holds Adam accountable for the sin that happened even though it was Eve that was having a conversation with the snake Adam should have just run in there and started jumping up and down on the snake's head but instead of that he, he went along with it yeah, I'm going to come on to that. Brother yeah. Yeah. Here, here in Genesis 1.28, again it says here, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the ground. You know, we were supposed to be God's under-rulers. Now, here in Genesis 3 we actually see the account of um, Adam and Eve. Um, and this is where, this is where um, God had told them, in the day that you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. Now, where's that scripture? Here it is. It's in verse. It's in verse and uh, it, it says uh, but God did say you must not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden you must not touch it or you will die and the devil starts saying no you will not die the devil's a liar he's tricky he says you will not surely die the serpent said to the woman for God knows that your eyes will be opened you know, and they ate of this tree, 
and they did die at that point spiritually. And yes, 900 years later Adam's body died. But the minute he bowed his knee and became obedient to the devil, the devil became his master. And that's why in the New Testament Jesus called the most religious people of the day, you are of your father the devil. That's why it says in the New Testament that the whole world is under the control. That's why the Bible says in the New Testament the whole world is under the control of the devil. That's why they often talk. He talks about the prince of the power of the air. That is the devil. And, it, and the Bible uses expressions like "you being evil." The reason that the, 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 that language is used, even though we are born of God in the beginning, is because our, our ancestors bowed their knee and they made Satan their Lord. You can look at it this way. We can make anyone our Lord who wants to be. А може да го погледнеш по този начин. Можеш на всеки, който си искаш да се покориш и да го направиш твой господар. Аз когато реших да се покоря на Исус Христос и да го направя Господ на моя живот, Дявола вече не беше мой Господ. And because of what Jesus done on the cross, I was able to become a new creation and righteous at that point. In many respects, this is what Adam did in reverse. И всъщност това е което Адам направи обратно. Той предаде вечния си живот и направи дявола да е негов господар. Той стана омъртвен вместо новороден. Той стана духовна смърт на влези в него вместо вечен живот или новорожден. И съответно това беше предадено чрез него във всичките му, във семето му, във всяко човешко същество, което се роди от But right there in the Garden of Eden, God prophesied that there was coming a Savior. And it says this in, um, it says this, um, I will put enmity between, this is verse 15, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Когато Бог произнесе проклятията, Той спомена това пророчество за Спасителя и каза, ще поставя и вражда между Тебе и жената, и между Твоето потомство и нейното потомство. То ще ти наранява главата, на ти ще му нараняваш питания. When uh, when this prophet was going to come, where the, uh, and he and he was going to redeem people from this curse that Satan put that come on man. Now we come to a very interesting passage now in the book of Luke. I think it's Luke chapter four. If I've missed an important piece out, let me know. Um, This is the temptation of Jesus. 
If we, if we come to the temptation of Jesus, and he's led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And at the third time, um, the third time that he, the devil actually tests him, Oh, sorry, second time. It says, yeah, here we go. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. Five, four, five. Uh, Luke chapter four, verse five. And, and he said to him, I will give all their authority and splendor for it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. <coughs> Who gave it to him? <coughs> he said it'd been given to me. God didn't give it to him. But basically, Adam gave it to Satan. It's a bit like me saying, uh, here we go, um, Steph Joe, I'm going to rent you my house uh, up in Markova. And I give you the keys. <coughs> and I'm going to give you a 10 year lease on my house. <coughs> and in that lease, you, it, it says in that, in that document that you can let, let it to anyone you want, also sublet it to someone else if you want to. Now I come back and I find that someone else is living in my house other than Steph Until that period of time runs out, I don't have any right to get that person out. And this is what happened. God gave Adam authority over this earth and then Adam passed it on to the devil. Now, when that lease is running out, and it's running out very shortly. And when it runs out, Jesus comes back and he takes over this planet. But also, uh, when Jesus died on, a, on the cross, we see some other interesting scriptures. You know, we believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And he paid the price for the bad things I've ever done and ever will do. He paid the price of the sins. He has already paid the price for all the sins that will ever be committed. That's why we have scriptures that says God is not holding the world's sins against them. 
взима греховете на света срещу нас. Той не ги пази тези грехове, не ги взима под внимание вече тези грехове. That's why it also says. Well, it, it also says that God didn't send His Son into the world to condemn the world. It says that in John 3:17. That's why we can say things like you don't have to sin. God's not holding your sins against you. It's a much better way to witness to go up to someone and say, hey, you know, God loves you, He's not holding your sins against you. Then, or, then going up to people and telling them God hates you because you're a sinner. Let me tell you another thing. People's sin is not sending them to hell. We can go out into the ghetto here and we can find the worst sinner. They will not go to hell for their sin. They will go to hell for rejecting Jesus. Because the price has already been paid. And so the, 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 what we need to get people to do is to accept the sacrifice that's been made to sin. To receive the free gift of salvation. And what will shock them, what will rock them is when you tell them God loves you. He's not holding your sins against you. Yeah. It's like hearing that your worst enemy loves you. And he's saying nice things about you. Uh, it affects you. Uh, because they know they're sinners and they believe that God hates them and so when you say God is not mad at you wow that is, that is good news and when you tell them that there's a way out of this mess that will make anybody's heart You know, the other day I was with Brother Thomas last week and he just told me how he was in front of the police. He was, he was in front of these police and these police told him we've killed over seven maf- 70 mafia bosses. And then, and then they started talking about me. I said, I hope you told him, I said, I hope you told him some nice things about me. 
Грег казал на брат Томас, надявам се да си им казал хубави неща за мен. Брат Томас казал добри неща за нас. И въпреки, че той не винаги е бил много приятелски настроен. И не, че и не вярваме по един и същи начин, както той вярваме. Толкова хубаво, че този човек е всъщност ме защитил. And the other thing is that this, this love of God, when you tell people that God loves them, it I was working back in England. My last job I did with, a, with this guy was a rock hard. He was a hard, he was an Irish foreman. He was a, he was a hard man. Аз работих последната работа, където работих в Англия, работих с един ирландски началник на строежа. Велика беше много груп, много твърд. He was sacking people. You never seen how many people. I never seen one man sack as many people in for three months. Така вика освобождаваше хората от работа с едно ученица, кучета, никой покаши. He sacked 13 engineers before I showed up. 13 инженера беше изгонал от работа преди аз да отида. Хората, които не си вършиха работата, ги изгонваше моментално от строежа. И точно преди да тръгна аз от там, аз му казах, че Бог го вика. Той беше се едно, че съм го ударил в стомаха. Така силно вика го удари това нещо. Това е силата на благовестието на But let, let me just finish this up with a with a verse in Revelation. I haven't really barely started on this subject. A, a, a verse in the book of Revelation that says this. Uh, Revelation chapter one. Now, religious people don't want to talk about the devil. They don't believe they've really got any authority over the devil. They just preach that when bad things come along to you, you just got to put up with them. God's teaching you something through this. Много религиозни хора проповядват, че като се случи нещо лошо, просто трябва да стискаш зъби и да го издържиш. I don't believe that. Но аз не вярвам така. Yeah, I believe if it's got anything to do with the curse, that would be poverty or sickness. Ако е нещо лошо, свързано с проклятието, дали е болест, дали е бедност, I am jumping up and down, yelling at it and telling, taking authority over it. Аз трябва да взема властта си на това нещо и да утам крак, да викам, докато това нещо се махне от мен. When Jesus talked about mountains and moving mountains in Mark chapter 11, когато Исус говореше за планини и за преместване на планини в Марка 11 глава, религиозните хора казват, няма планини. Защото всяко нещо, което е израснало пред тебе, е от Бог. And this is a mountain of poverty that God's given to teach you something. And this is a mountain of sickness that you've got to look, you've got to enjoy from God. And that's why religious people don't talk on Mark 11:23 very much because there is no mountain to talk to. But what I'm saying to us is this: when it comes to sickness and disease, like Joanna found with the little David, 
Но аз искам да кажа, че що се отнася до болести, до немощи, както Йоанна разбра миналата седмица с Дейвид. Ние имаме власт и когато вземем тази власт и упражним, тази плена ще се премести. Да не бъдем като Адам, който нищо не направи. Лесно се прави. Аз, например, някой път два-три дни търпа неща, дето не би трябвало. И изведнъж Святия Дух ми казва, Крейт, няма ли да се справиш с това нещо? Може да е някаква болка в тялото, може да е някаква ситуация, която не бива да се случва. Святия Дух казва, Действай, властвай в това нещо. Говори му, махни го от живота си. If you remember when, uh, you know, you remember when um, one of the famous scriptures that the religious people like is this Paul's thorn in the flesh. Много от религиозните хора обичат да цитират тази той стих за Павел, който казва, че And, 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 and it says that Paul asked God to take it away from him for three times. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. That wasn't just bear up underneath it. Бог не му казваше просто търпи. Let it half kill you and eventually I'll take it off you. And it's very obvious that it was a message from Satan. Yeah, yeah, it was a message of Satan sent to buffet you. И казва, много беше явно, че това е пратеник от Сатана, не беше от Бога. И той не му казва да си дни и търпи, докато те утрепи, почти те унищожи. What God was saying to Paul was, I have taught you about authority. Бог му казва какво с това, нали, моята благодат ти е достатъчно. Аз съм те научил, дал съм ти власт. Показал съм ти какво Исус направи, когато слезе в дъното на Ада. Ти знаеш по-добре. Ти знаеш, Павле, че трябва ти да се справиш с него, не да искаш от мен аз да се справя Така че вземи тази благодат или Божията власт, която ти е дадена по благодат и се управи. There's certain things that God refuses to do for us. You know, sometimes I say to tell them, no, I'm not doing that for you. You need to do that for yourself. I'm not going to pick your food up anymore on a fork and stick it in your mouth. Here's a fork. Use it. And as far as I'm concerned, if you don't use that fork, you can starve. And really, what God was saying to Paul is, "Here is your authority. Use it." Павел му казва и всъщност Бог казваше на Павел: "Ето ти властта, земя, ползвая." And much of the religious world is whining onto God. Oh God, get this off me! God, get that off me! God, help me here! God, help me there. И много от религиозния свят просто просят от Бога ни прекъснато и после чува защо Бог не прави нищо за тях. And God says, "You got authority. Use it." Бог им е казал: "Аз съм дал власт." Rule, rule over these problems. And this scripture here says this in the book of Revelation. It says, it says, do not be afraid. This is in the. This is halfway through verse seventeen. It's in red in my Bible. When Revelation chapter one verse seventeen. It says, "When I saw him, I fell at his feet, though dead." This was 
Джон Тук. Казва и когато Йоан говори за заведението си, когато го видях, паднах при нозете му като мъртъв. Той положи десницата си върху мен и каза, не бой се, аз съм първият и последният. Адам, когато се греши, ако си спомняте първото нещо, което изпита, че той започна да се страхува от Бог и се скри. Бяха с вече се изплашили и се криха от него. Една от нещата, което Исус направи, той не освободи от страха. Страха е нещо, което ни пресута кара да вярваш нещо лошо, че се случи. And then it says, I am the living one. I, I've read all that. I'm the living one. I, so I'm the living one. I was dead and behold, I'm alive. This is Jesus speaking. Forever and ever. I'm not going to die again. And I am holding the keys of death and Hades. These keys of death and Hades. You know, keys represent authority. Here we go. We've got some keys. These keys unlock rooms. They represent authority. They represent places that only he can go with these keys. Места на тези къщи, коли, каквото притежаваш, това са ти ключовете към И това, което Исус ни казва тук, е властта, която имаме върху дявола. Властта на вярващия. Той казва, аз напълно съм потушил And in the book of Matthew, he says, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me." And he says, "You guys go and preach this gospel to the world." Значи той казва на мене дай на цялата власт, за това идете вие, за това аз ви пращам с тази власт да отидете да проповядвате благовестите и да правите ученици от цялата власт. Всъщност той даде обратно на човечеството тази изгубена власт, която Адам изгуби. Това, което казваме е да почнем да говорим с устата си. You know we've got issues in our bodies, and I constantly speak to my eyes, and I call them well and whole. Any, I had, I got a pain in my hand sometimes, and I, I'm speaking to this pain, saying, "No, you're not going to. You're not there, Jesus' name." If the kids are sick or anyone under my authority is sick, I'm come here. I put my hands on. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. If I see the finances are not what they should be, I say, I call these bank accounts full of money in the name of Jesus. Изговарям и заповядвам да е пълна с пари в името на Исус. И така властвам с главата си и с това, което казвам. И 
who had all this authority I did nothing. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and that was an awful sin that he did. But do you know what? We could find ourselves one day in heaven and actually we have as much authority as Adam had and yet most people are doing absolutely nothing with it. So, you know, Steph Joe's got problems with work. You need to speak to the work and tell it to come to you. You know, I go up to Sashko's building and I say, I call this building one and whole. Built in Jesus' name. You know, I say we will have a big church of th- over a thousand people here in Shakira Matla. <coughs> we will have a very successful football team. What I'm doing is I'm acting like a ruler. You know, when a king wants a, a new road built, he doesn't get and build it. He just goes, I decree there will be a road here. And everyone runs around and gets a road sorted out here. The Bible says that we're kings and priests. But most of God's kings and priests are just silent. Too frightened to open their mouths. And when it, when it, when it, when it consider, when we know it's God's will, we can command it to come to us. And when we know it's not God's will, we can shut it down. Didn't Jesus say, whatever you bind on earth will be bound Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. All these scriptures I quoted all to do with our authority. And let's not be like Adam, let's use it. Amen. Amen. Anyone want to add anything to that? Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.